Take it slow. I wish I was good at Dynasty football. But that's not the point. We're trying to make everybody else better. My team doesn't work ever. Regardless if I'm good at football or not, if I'm, my galaxy brain works or not, it doesn't matter. We're here. And if you don't want to listen to me, that's the beauty of it, because you can listen to my host, AK and Staffa. What's up, boys? How y'all doing? Yo! What's up? Here for the podcast, for you, for the people. Uh, let's do this thing. So... Y'all hear that? Oh my, what was that? The playoffs are coming. The playoffs are coming. One if I land, two if I see. I cannot wait, boy. I'm a bit, I cannot be as... Ugh. Anyway, I'm chopping up. You guys can tell how excited I am. I, I can't even get my words you out. You love the playoffs. I love the playoffs. I'm going to be a spectator, but I'm looking forward to the toilet bowl. I'm looking forward to the playoffs, watching the playoffs as far as the fancy playoffs goes. Are y'all hyped? Dude, I'm so hyped. Like, freaking here in your analogy with, like, the land, two if by land, two if by sea. I really see myself as, like, you know, the British by land. And, you know, if Micah comes through as, like, a top seed, I'm putting two lanterns on the window so that the American people know that, 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 that they're coming by sea. So I'm pumped. Get out of the way, people. Let's do this thing. Get out of the way. Well, <sighs> At least we have some decent competition to go up against the giant that is Micah, the 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 fortuitous creature that is Micah, realistically and figuratively. Oh my gosh, imagine actually having to get in the cage with Micah in a real wrestling match. That is a scary thought, let alone playing him in fantasy in the fantasy championship. But good, good luck to you, whoever does. So, uh, I mean, I've got important questions. Let's just get right into it, boys. Let's talk about some playoffs. We're, we're, we're hitting, hitting that enough, and we don't need to get We We want to actually watch the game tonight. We got a good game tonight. So, Stafa, what's important about to know about the playoffs? Because you've been around the block a few times. I have, but not looking good this year. I don't know. I think it's going to take a four-game win streak four games left i don't know i think you told me earlier it was three games in seasonal that's crazy to me i did not realize that now is the time to make moves and prepare for the playoffs you got to get the handcuff running backs that's kind of what i try to do in every redraft league like tony pollard you know alexander madison all of them if you can get a running back two rb1 in the playoffs that's usually like you get a Deion lewis or someone who breaks out that's easy money to the finals um i don't know we'll see if i'll even have a chance in our league but i don't know stay tuned Tafa, that's actually great advice thank you for bringing that up i think at this point we all know who our wide receivers are pretty much who our tight end is if you're streaming quarterback that sucks uh but no you could you could win with a streaming quarterback i've seen people do it you can, but it's definitely. I basically feel bad for all those Dak players out there because if you still had Dak R. on R. your R. team, your team would be like eight and two, nine and one right now. Like if you drafted reasonably well and you had Dak, you would be cruising still, and you can book that. Anyway, um, getting more into what we're dealing with. 
We have four games left in week 10. So we're playing to the week 17. We're, this is the Wild Wild West, boys. We're not messing around, okay? We're playing every single game we can, whether we're whether Corona's going to mess her up or not. So knock on wood with that. It's happening, boys. It's going to be a great year. AK, what's important to know before I just get into the logistics of everything? Uh, what's important to know is you got to make sure if you're uh, able, and you know, our league doesn't have a trade deadline, uh, making sure that you're, if you're contending, that uh, you are, that your players have good matchups towards the end of the year. If you're not, you're on the cusp and you're thinking about blowing it up, don't be afraid to send some some offers for some aged guys, for some draft picks to those people that are, you know, got a chance to, to make it. Um, you know, times now's the time to buy and sell uh, and do whatever you can to win the championship or put yourself and your team in the best position to succeed. I agree with that, man. Like, you don't always get a chance to necessarily get a buy or even get in the playoffs so if you think you have a shooter shot you might as well take your punch because if winning only two games in a row to win a fantasy championship is i mean if you end up blocking up a buy that's a pretty big deal but uh so getting into it i like that stafa that was actually a great little uh reference to seasonal i think handcuff running backs right now are ultra crucial but let's just talk about it real quick we got three divisions okay so the three division winners are obviously locked in okay and amongst those the top two will get a buy okay so in theory it is possible amongst the next three wild cards who would come to make it a total of six would uh it is possible that one of the wild card teams have a better record than the two other division winners. So I'm just covering my bases here, but the tiebreakers obviously will go to the best record and then it will go to points for, okay? So whoever has the most points for them goes on to the playoffs. And if, it, if somehow that's tied, We'll do head-to-head matchup, and if somehow you guys tied that, then by golly, we'll have to figure that one out. But mostly, it's just points for and basic win and loss record. So, uh, seems pretty simple to me. Uh, are y'all ready for the toilet bowl? Yo, who's the toilet bowl is going to be between you two? Oh <laughs> uh, come on, you don't say that. It's the bottom six. It I've might be. Got- I'm Might actually be. kind of excited for the toilet bowl. Uh, to kind of give that a little context, and set up the same way, except like the first two people that miss the playoffs get a bye, and then those two people battle it out. And if you win that tournament, you get the 25th pick in the in the rookie draft, which is the first pick of the third round or the last pick of the second round, whatever you want to look at it. Have you guys been doing that? Has that been a thing? Honestly, nope. I, I, I nope, didn't know. Good. And I'm just kind of like making that a thing this year. Uh, I said something about it at the beginning of the year, but I just kind of want to make it interesting. All right. Cool. Yeah. So uh, it's been proposed or it's been discussed uh, on other other realms, the Twitterverse, if you will, that 
you get the last pick of the first round. And to me, that's way too much. That's way too valuable. So last pick of the second round seems like a decent, like a good jockeying point. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, good luck to the participants in the toilet bowl. Jameis Winston, Daniel Jones are going to lead me to victory in that. So if you think you're winning that, you're sorely mistaken. I'll see you there. <laughs> Who do you guys got as far as uh, like possible movers and shakers to get into the in, into the playoffs? Like um, an underdog or a dark horse? Yeah, you know I'm always rooting for Colin because he actually leads the league in points against with a substantial 14-4-4. So, I mean, it, it seems like everyone just comes to play against Colin for some reason. And he's obviously dealing with injuries to CMC and all that. All the love to Colin, but my, if you're 3-7, and seven, you're not a dark horse anymore. You are like, I don't know, what's like a dark turtle. Like, there's no way it's happening. Oh, Dude, he could get to seven and seven and somehow swindle in there. I think it could happen. I think it could happen. And I mean, everything could turn around at a moment's notice. He's probably going to win this week because that's who. Guess who he's playing? Wow. The really but bad team. The really bad team. And let's not talk about how we got there. But uh, as far as the other three and seven teams, Staffa, I think you, if it, if there, if there was ever a story to be told. You could possibly do it too, but obviously I don't want you to. Yep, you have my pick. It would be cool. I have a lot of injuries. I think once my guys come back, we can try to make a run, but we'll see. It'll definitely be interesting. I mean, points allowed, yeah, that's rough. Definitely, these are two candidates, I think, in the toilet bowl. Uh, definitely really good candidates if they don't make it. <laughs> yeah. um, but like for actual playoffs, like, I don't know. Like for the actual playoffs, Dark Horse. I think we gotta. I don't know. It's up to you guys, but I think we gotta talk about Xanthia. He's eight and two, and you well, know he's not really a dark horse at that point. So. Dude, my man is leading a division. He has the best record in the league. I I get it, I get it, but he's saying we talk shit about his team, so I'm kind of like browsing through his team. are being his weaknesses are being filled in with all these injuries to quarterbacks, and he he has the handcuffs to fill it up. So. I mean, the, the man might just coast, coast, it, coast it to the end, get that bye week, and then anything happens. And yeah. He gets two dubs. He gets two dubs. Yeah, so, James Robinson, that's clutch. That's a solid pickup. Dynasty, seasonal. And you have Tony Pollard. We talked about him earlier. That could be super clutch in the playoffs. And you just have like, every Zeke receiver. Down. What if they That's what I'm thinking. Out? I'm thinking he might not even play this week. So if he doesn't play this week, Tony Pollard starts, and he looks better than Zeke. Zeke looks like he got COVID again or something. I don't know. He does not look good. Yeah. He uh, he took that tattoo on his stomach a little too seriously. and he, he That APAC he used to have is now just a gut. Not looking too hot for young Xanthia. But, I mean, not Xanthia is fine. Xanthia is fine. Ezekiel Elliott. I think he's just waiting for Dak. I think he just checked out when Dak went down. No but, way, dude. He was looking like shit way before that. Yeah. This when has he been got a the, real bad year for him. I, he got paid and he's like, yo, I'm eating that turkey leg at Thanksgiving. He doesn't care anymore. He got his money. Like, And if I were a football player, honestly, I'd be tired of the work. I signed my guaranteed contract. 
I'll freaking fat boy myself into the freaking training camp every week, every year, until I get my like $82 million and send my grandchildren's grandchildren to college uh, and, you know, set up uh, your family, dude. That's all. That's what it's about for this for, for people. That's what I would do the same thing. That does sound lovely. Okay. It really does sound a uh, pretty decent living. But uh, as far as dark horses go, what is the – don't you have the projections over there, AK? Anything good over there? Yeah, so projections uh, for playoffs is we've got uh, Nick at the one seed, Micah at the two, Ruben at three, your boy Swag at four, uh, Lino at five, Nick Hintis at six, uh, Blaine – then Sam, then Tom, then Colin, then you. I love that the six, seven seed is going to come down to Blaine and Nick. That's very enticing because uh, those two, uh, I would love it if it just came down to those two. It's just funny because those two, uh, let's go Blazers, represent. Who do, you, who do you think is better? Uh, uh, personally, I want, uh, I think Nick's team has a better puncher's chance to win because his team can pop off. His team has way more pop-off potential. It also has a little more bust potential, obviously. But Nick's team definitely uh, has that boom in it. With His his players, just most of his guys are, are boom guys. Like Tyree, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, Josh he's Jacobs. got ballers. Like, I mean, Josh Jacobs... And Chase Edmonds, you know Chase Edmonds is always either like four points or seventeen, and it's usually the seventeen points come with Kenyon Drake's the dominant starter, as they say. And he's had Mike Davis running out there, and you, you never know what if they shut down CMC. Speaking of shutting people down, because he keeps getting nicked up every which way. He's got uh, Justin Jackson, who's just chilling on his IR, but he's got the uh, he's got the. Speaking of pop offs. He's got the man himself, Starvin' Marvin, who either will drop you a donut or 30 points. There's no there's no middle ground. Um, I uh, think that uh, I'm looking at uh, Blaine's team right now, and he is he's got that championship pedigree. He's won. You know? One-time so, champ. So he knows he's got Deshaun Watson. He has a really tough schedule to close the year. But, you know, he's got Zeke, Kareem is a beast. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, he's got a bunch of guys that are supposed to be really good but have just kind of run into some bad luck. Um, Juju, uh, Will Fuller, he's got Claypool who's blowing up this year. He's got Richard Higgins, Jarvis Landry. So, I mean, he's got the depth. It really becomes a a difference between ceiling and floor. Uh, That's pretty much the depth. Exactly. Yeah. That's so, Blaine's calling card is just getting 130 points a game. He's going to beat you with just the standard 130 points. Right now he's averaging uh, 127.8. So he's right on right on cue. He's right there. He's going to beat you with that 130. Bang, bang, bang. bang, bang. <laughs> I have noticed that. He does do Yeah, and he definitely the floor, Super Mariota. I think Tyreek Hill himself is the wild card, the ceiling, and the Chase Edmonds. Yeah, you just have a lot of breakout guys that could blow up some weeks. So Josh Jacobs is the same way. It seems like he either gets four touchdowns or zero. So oh, man, I have him in the league, and it's great when he gets four. That's that's good stuff, Josh. 
So we got the two expansion teams both coming in at four and six. Which got, which uh, ones are you pulling for? Stop Tommy, and, Tommy and Sam. So, you know, no bias. Um, I know Sam, you know, and I don't know Tommy, but I'm going through Sam's team right now. The quarterbacks are money. I would love to have either Burrow or Murray. Uh, let's see. I don't know, it's but the running really backs. It's quarterbacks for me, too, and that's really Running backs are rough. Running the backs are real got, rough. He's got Kyler Murray, bro. He's got Kyler Murray running around there, and that's that's the important thing. All right, so. No bias, but my boy Tommy has freaking Aaron Rodgers and Tommy freaking Brady as his QBs. He's got Booker, who's going to blow up because Josh Jacobs might get hurt. He's got Todd Gurley. He's got James White. So not a great, not a not the best running back core, but he's got Robbie Anderson, he's got Julio Jones, he's got Denzel Mims. I know that you love Denzel Mims, Staffa. He's got Thielen, and then yeah, I'm his, looking at that, and that's temp, yeah, Denzel. That yeah, he took him one pick before me. Never forget. Never hey, forget. Hey, you got to root for Tommy just on the general principle to try to get all four of the UMW people into the playoffs. Dude, we we're freaking stacked division, and it's not fair that you group me in with these guys. I should clearly, I don't fit in the other two, but I don't I know. Think, I think it's like a youth versus like the vets. Uh, you know, Sam's team is a very young team that maybe is like a year away from being really good. Whereas Tommy's team is kind of more win now slash win in the future a little bit with the wide receivers, but he has a you know that veteran team. If he had Dak still, then yeah, that they could be two more wins there. He might not only have four wins right now. Right, I think that's what I'm saying too. But you know, on the, the bright side, Tommy's got those double firsts, and Sam also has a first himself, so they they got something to look forward to. Um, you know, I got to give a shout out to Colin. I think Colin's got a chance at three and seven, but it's not likely. But we'll see what happens. Uh, anyone else of relevance before I talk about Lena's team too much? I think <laughs> I think we really have to, you know, there's been a member of the, the team that has been cried out that he has been disrespected multiple times. One by the power rankings, uh, two by the rest of us. I know that you don't want to hear it, Luke. But, you know, Nick, Zahari, all hail Xanthia. The Xanthians are leading the league in record. He's got freaking all the right players that are picking up, playing time at the right time. Alex Smith out here throwing the ball 50 times a week. He's got Phillip Rivers who's coming into, if you look at his schedule, he's got a super easy schedule to close the year. Joe Flax throwing it bombs to Brashard Perryman. And I'm going to continue monologuing. He's got Ronald Jones, who freaking blew up last week. Zach Moss is going to... He's got Pollard, who's going to take over for Fat Zeke. James Robinson's a beast. Devontae Adams getting fed from Aaron Rodgers. You know, he's got he's got a team, dude. And uh, it's about time that we put some Aretha Franklin, R-S-P-E-C-T, on Xanthia's name. Wow. I do have breaking news, um, if it's ma- it matters to you guys. I know you have Russ, AK. So Russ threw a touchdown just now to DK, 25 yards. So Let's go. Let's go. Those DK owners and Russ, nothing you know out of the ordinary. That happens every week. Speaking of DK Metcalf owners, Lino has possibly all 
besides the quarterback position, he su- could supposedly have the number one running back in Dynasty, the number one wide receiver in Dynasty, and the number one tight end in Dynasty. Yet, he's still muddling in the pack in the, in the fifth to eighth seed range. I mean, like, what is a guy like Leno supposed to do in Dynasty football? Is he supposed to sell these guys, or is he supposed to is he supposed to go out? How are you guys? How would you guys approach that when you got Kittle injured, Saquon injured, and DK Metcalf, who you just mentioned, balling out? I mean, uh, Stafford, if you want to go first, I have a, a pretty strong opinion on this, like all of my other opinions. Yeah, no, that's cool. So, TD Flashers, you know, a common winner in the league, just like you said, Xanthia, before. They're, they're both are always kind of in the playoffs. And TD seems to always find the way with his running backs, but the injuries definitely hurt. Saquon, Kittle. So, these are big-time win-now players that are hurt. If I were TD, I would, you know, try to trade away some of these young receivers. Uh, you, you have so many receivers. I'm looking at it right now, yeah. You have so many receivers. Try to maybe acquire a quarterback. You know, I don't know if you guys believe in Derek Carr, Jared Goff, but I think it's time to trade a little bit while maintaining the winning. Uh, I think that's kind of what you can do right now. You don't want to trade away everybody. You know, you're still trying to win right now, but I mean, you do have to plan for the future because you have so much wide, so many wide receivers. Hollywood Brown, put him on the trade block. I always offer him a trade for to TD flashers like once a week. Um, <laughs> Hollywood Brown, that's the guy you want right now. Him and DK, they could be the one in top one for DK, top 10 for Hollywood. You have so many receivers, I would trade some away. Damn. All right, AK, what's the spicy take you got? Spicy take alert, habanero alert. Um, Lino has the team, okay? The team is nice. You can't trade away your young players. Uh, he's got a double down. He's competing. He's got Nick Chubb. He's got Saquon. His team is really good. Don't blow it up. Uh, I mean, he's got Mark. Like, tight ends are one of the hardest groups to fill. He's got Mark Andrews. He's got George Kittle. I think it's just like, this is just a down year. Um, I, I seriously disagree with selling Marquise Brown. You, you, that's like selling in the middle of a recession. Like, when your home is at the lowest value, you can Marquise Brown not having a great year, uh, but he's got superstar potential. He's Hollywood. He's a blockbuster. Uh, you don't sell that dude. Uh, but yes, I do agree with the he could get an improvement at quarterback, but uh, stay the course, keep competing. He's got a, a solid lineup. Just run three quarterbacks, five wide receivers, and you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's don't pretty sell much what I'm Selling Bitcoin. I- Shout out to Tommy for getting that Litecoin. To, uh, Litecoin uh, took a nice little bump today. So I know Tommy's probably rolling in that stacks right now. What about Dogcoin? Isn't that a thing? Oh, Dogecoin? Yeah, that is a thing. But that's like 0. 0.3, 0. 0.03 cents. That sounds like a deal. It could pop off. You never know. Uh, it's it's peak value is two cents, so you don't ever know. Oh well, but I'm what, right what, now. so do you guys want to give more respect to Xanthia's team, or uh, should we proceed? Nah, I think I sucked him off enough. He's okay. <laughs> I think he's done now. Yeah. No, dude, the man needs a fucking 
overhaul of his roster. The man needs to really consider where the, where he's going and <laughs> Okay, what's going on at the quarterback position? I mean, realistically, he's rocking with Joe Flacco, Philip Rivers, and Alex Smith. Okay, he's running out James Robinson as his, as his running back one. Okay, <laughs> is Ronald Jones good? Or am I just confused? What is, is happening? Ronald Jones is a beast, dude. Don't put any disrespect on their name. He Not good. Pretty, he looks pretty fast. I think that it, that's pretty much it. He just runs fast in a straight line, and that's really all that he did there. It was oh run God. fast in a straight line. When's the last time either of you have even run 98 yards, okay? I, yeah, but I don't have millions of dollars being paid to me to do it you know you would think do you trust them that's my biggest dilemma do you trust ronald jones like if i was the tampa bay bucks and i'm like all right fourth and one i turn around i hand it off touchdown i'd rather hand it off to leonard fournette i'd be like yo leonard get on the field fourth and one i'm not gonna be like hey ronald jones save the day you know Are like you i don't know me, i don't ronald trust jones. him he fumbles sometimes he's like he was didn't break out until a year later. He was eating cheeseburgers, I heard. I think everyone's heard that by now. Cheeseburgers. Like, that yeah. didn't see that article. He was eating cheeseburgers. He's yeah, buying, the you know, going to five game guys. Game was Bro, they said the same thing about Kelvin Benjamin and Eddie Lacy, and look at them now. They're fucking... They're still eating out. cheeseburgers, bro. Oh, shit, Kelvin bro. Benjamin is eating those burgers, baby. Yeah. I actually loved watching him at Florida State catching that uh, national championship winning touchdown. That Shout was out, Jameis. Shout out, Jameis. Dude, how many points does he score in this week, Stafo? How much? How many points do you think he's gonna score? This week? Yo, I don't know if many people know this, but I'm a huge Jameis fan. I when he was in college at Florida State, that touchdown, he went undefeated, won the Heisman as a freshman. You know, eating crab legs. You know how it is. He, I thought he was gonna be how Trevor is. I had him as like my Facebook background. I was like, yo, Jameis is a beast. So Facebook I'm, I'm a, and they, I don't even like had any, I only have like three ever through the history of Facebook. So I was like, all right, this guy's going to be a beast. I still believe in him. I think he'll throw like four or 500 yards, but then he'll throw three picks still, which is fine as long as you eat some W's. So who are they playing? Atlanta. <laughs> I'm thinking Atlanta. He's probably going to throw 300 plus two picks, three tutties. Uh, that's that's what I'm going with. That's a typical you know James line. in the offseason. Yes, we might be able to see, bro. Yeah, I know actually, a guy. Shout out actually, Trey Morris. What if the he only throws one interception? Wouldn't that be crazy? That it'll, would, probably, it'll probably be a pick six, knowing James Winston. But what if he only throws one interception? They'll change their odds, man. They could go from one pick not thrown by Jameis could save them a pick six. It could save them a touchdown, you know, a nice field position. And that's kind of how they lose is within seven to ten points when you're playing Jameis. You know who loves throwing pick sixes? Joe Flacco. Oh, come on, man. He's that's, looking that's elite. The, that's that's the kind of uh, that's the kind of guy that <laughs> all hail Anthony is rolling out there on every given week. The, the Flacco's, the Ronald Jones of the world, the Adam Humphreys, the, those kind of guys. I don't think uh, it matters with his elite receivers, though. That's what I kind of meant with TD Flashers. Like he has a lot of young breakout receivers. And some like elite receivers now, but Xanthia's receivers are like the top receivers in the league right now. And Terry McLaurin, who's 
he's probably one of the top already because he's playing in Washington. He's balling out. I don't know. I don't think it matters who you Mike have. Mike Evans has been relegated to like wide receiver four on that team. Let's be but he gets touchdowns, man. When you watch them play, it, like he somehow gets touchdowns. Time, exactly. The only time he gets touchdowns is on the one yard line. There was literally a game. I'm pretty sure he had two catches, two yards, two touchdowns, or something ridiculous like that. Kyle Rudolph. <laughs> Kyle Rudolph. Mike Evans. He might as well be Kyle Rudolph at this point because Antonio Brown is in town and he's taking all the looks. And then Chris Godwin. We all know Chris Godwin is way better than anybody else on the football field when he's playing football. That is true. It's definitely true. Come on, hey, bro. You got to pay the respect to Godwin. Every single episode. It's, it's, it is what it is. Okay. Chris Godwin podcast hosted by Luke. <laughs> the Chris Godwin podcast is unofficially sponsored by Auto Nation. This pen I got here. Uh, it's got the nice pen protector, sleeve protector. Uh, I do not recommend buying a car anywhere except from your neighbor, not Auto Nation. Have a good uh, day. And that's the end of the commercial. So, who else y'all got this week? What do you mean this week? Like, DFS? You're talking about, like, who we got Thank you for bringing up, Stava. Welcome to the DFS bonus portion of the podcast. This is my favorite portion of the show. Who y'all got this week? Hmm. DK Metcalf. (laughs) Ran Russell Wilson. Yeah, go ahead. Do that. That's a solid stack. That's a solid stack going on this week. So, uh, I think we already we already mentioned it. The obvious one is Jameis Winston coming in at fifty six hundred, I believe. But you always, I mean, you always want to go at the Seattle. But now Seattle's playing on Thursday, so it's just like I just kind of lost and stuff like that. But uh, any, you got a stack, AK? Um, you know, I think this week I'm going to go, uh, under, like if you're going under budget, you want a a dark horse, you're going to go Bashad Perryman and Joe Flacco, probably not Joe Flacco, but Bashad Perryman. Uh, you know, they, they said that, uh, Joe's out or, uh, Sam Darnold's out for the rest of the year. I think, uh, Joe and and Bashad have a good connection and I'm more so than uh, Jamison Crowder, so I'm, uh, that that would be my selection for this week. Wow, I actually kind of like that a lot. We know that man loves to sling the rock. He loves to throw interceptions, but loves to sling the rock downfield. Rashad Perryman catches footballs downfield. Uh, I've got some interesting personal player personal player guys that I'm interested in. Uh, individual players that we can talk about, but Stafa, do you have a stack in mind that you're running out there? Yeah, I mean, Rashad Perriman and Joe Flacco are actually dating. It's official. I think that's why their chemistry is so good. Um, that's just what I've heard as a Jets fan. Really? But, interesting. But I would love to do the Chiefs-Raiders slate. That would be awesome, but unfortunately it's Sunday night. I think that's 100% going to be a shootout. The over-under is 57, which is the highest of the week. So, yeah, lights out for your Raiders and Chiefs players. But since we can't do that, oh man, the slate is the Falcon Saints is a good one. So here we'll do this. This is what I'm thinking. 
Cowboys fresh off a bye. Their defense is going to look good. They're going to look sharp. But if the Vikings, which they should win, if they do win, it'll be Kirk Cousins slinging it, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson. I don't know their prices, but I'm sure you could possibly get both of those receivers and Kirk and still get your elite running back for the week. You know, so I think if you stack those guys, you could save money elsewhere. So you can still get your Dalvin Cooks. You can pair him up in that game. You just get the whole Vikings offense. The Cowboys oh God, defense is no You could. If you think the Vikings are going to blow, you got to go for the games that you think the team's going to blow them out or you're going to have a shootout. And if you think it's going to be a complete blowout, then you go all Vikings stack. I really don't. I, I've never done that. I've only done receivers and quarterbacks, but you could even add Dalvin at that price. You don't win DFS by playing a whole offense unless you're like in 2013 playing the Broncos. You, uh, you'll be surprised. If Kirk throws three touchdowns, Dalvin runs one, gets 100 yards, that you never know. Oh, yeah, I can I mean, like, you, you do need to be a contrarian. That is important to be a contrarian and stuff like that. And that's exactly, but Stafford made a good point is you need to think of a game script and follow the game script as far as what you think is going to happen. But a little under the radar one, I think uh, two guys that might throw the ball 50 times each Joe Burrow, Alex Smith. Take your pick and just uh, run it back with whoever's out there hopefully uh mixon takes his time and actually gets healthy but he might be out there so geo's always an option and mckissick is getting all the looks so alex smith joe burrow uh i wouldn't mind doing a triple stack as far as joe burrow geo tyler boyd or t higgins even or i could go on the other side with alex smith mckissick scary terry man that seems like a decent one to me and then in theory what you're supposed to do is answer back with something right so on the other side you're supposed to answer back with a tyler boyd or even a defense if it's really going to be that bad so if you think the blowout's going to happen like stoppa was saying with dallas against minnesota you play minnesota's defense with that bad too so just a little game theory injected in there for y'all but how are we feeling about Salvin Ahmed this week that's really what I want to know he's he's a head scratcher for me I don't care for him (laughs) Burrito was out last week Burrito's back I picked him up in two of my redraft leagues I'm not playing him in either actually I am playing him in one so we'll see how that goes um you start oh you're starting him in a league starting him in one of my leagues that I'm really <laughs> shitty in, and my other option is Kenyon Drake, and I benched his ass. And later well, you know who got a haircut this week? Uh, Justin Herbert. Is that kind of sad? Are you upset about that? Justin He's gonna Herb? lose. He's gonna lose because he has he's got, he lost the flow, dude. He lost the Cali bro look. He's gonna lose to Joe. Do you think he was getting uh, picked on at practice? Dude, the no, guy has no beautiful hair. Or do you he's think so he's good. Like, you just get when you're that good. You know the offense is gonna they're gonna mess with you. You know they're gonna like you. Is he even that good? He's got three straight outs. Looking like. Oh my god, that's not his fault at all, and you don't know it. Oh, <laughs> you know it's not his days, fault. Quarterback's responsibility. You're a winner. Or you're a loser. Yeah, the Chargers are always losers, but he's always winning, even with the little like 14 year old middle school cut. He does look kind of dorky, but honestly, he's gonna lose, man. He's gonna lose to the Jets. 
I, I hot take. I agree with that. I like it. And Salvin Ahmed, Ahmed, he is not going to get over ten points. That I definitely can take to the bank. Ten. I don't know about that. I might take this. I don't know. I'm not gonna bet twenty five dollars again like last time. That was so stupid. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's Darnell Mooney season. It was supposed to be, but it was like you said, Darnell Sunny. <laughs> that was a good uh, Darnell Mooney. Oh, let Ooh, me nothing. down. I think you're a week off, Staffa. Darnell Mooney's happening. I I agree. I I you know you gotta go back, but. Who are they playing this week? Are they on a bye? Yeah, he'll be rested. Oh. That whole offense is a, is a shit show right now, honestly. Nick Foles going down. Yeah. Oh, damn. All right, we're a week away from a week away from being Darnell Mooney season, but that shit is happening. Damn. I was right there with you. Yo, last sneaky DFS pick. L- Lazard is coming back this week. Um, for Green Bay. So I would. Uh... Adams might not even play. And if Adams doesn't play, then wow. Wow, that's actually pretty good. MVS, and no, everyone's going to go MVS, but you got Alan Latt. That I like that a lot. If Devontae Adams doesn't play, I might play Tanya. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Because everyone's going to probably go for the receivers. You kind of want to go for the, the safer tight end. I don't know. Indianapolis defense is good, too. So you probably want the easy middle, like, curl routes from the tight end. Uh, that's a decent point. Well, you know who's always the smash play in this situation, boys? It's happening. The breakout is upon us. The ultimate practice player. Leonard Fournette. He's going to see Jonathan Taylor. Yes, stop it. You already know it. Jonathan Taylor, it's happening. It's happening. Prepare yourself. I'm with you. Put your pants on. It's Jonathan Taylor season. That's a wrap. Take it easy. Go win some money. Go make some money. We out. We're supposed to.